everyone. I'm Laurie Rossback, and today I'm chatting with John Corrigan and Michael Treon of our just-launched Seven Letter Labs about their backgrounds, what brought them to Seven Letter, and trends in digital advertising. John, can you tell us a little bit about Seven Letter Labs? Certainly. So over 10 years ago, 15 years ago now, Mike and I started our careers together at a company called Advertising.com. Uh, and a number of years ago, we had built a boutique technology together uh, combining our expertise in digital media with some rather sophisticated uh, technology, or, or so we'd like to think. And we wanted to expand the use of that technology uh, and combine it with the expertise that Seven Letter has around crisis management, uh, communications, um, work with you guys around some of the storytelling uh, that you do for your communication or for your clients around their communications. In this industry, we talk a lot about generating more value for our clients' digital dollars. How are we going to be doing that? Certainly. So the wonderful thing about the, uh, the world of technology today is that there existed a period of time where there were lots of middleman technologies uh, in the digital advertising ecosystem. And today, um, we've been able to eliminate a lot of those so you can go direct to source. So from the advertiser dollar, uh, direct to the, the audience and to the publisher so that you cut out a lot of that um, tax in the middle. And we've built a technology that allows uh, Seven Letter to do that. And so we can save clients considerable amounts of money because we have direct access to audience and inventory. Clients also like measurement. Um, unlike traditional advertising, such as TV or print, digital is inherently measurable. And that allows us to improve advertising campaigns in progress and make sure ads are reaching the specific people they're designed to reach. How do you approach measurement? That's something that I think advertisers and folks who are actually putting their money into media are, are much more consciously aware of something that they're gonna have to prove. Um, just because there's so many ways that media is spent not only digitally but kind of omni-channel. And um, I think a lot of really on the sophisticated end and people that are spending a lot of money in, in marketing are figuring out how to, how to look at it holistically. Is that um, <clears throat> you know TV in a bubble or digital in a bubble isn't going to tell you the whole story. So I think how we look at measurement is how do you, you know, take digital and amplify it as part of that holistic management strategy or measurement strategy, whether it's um, the impact it has on social, the impact it has on search, the impact it has on kind of direct response metrics or sales is that I think measuring digital kind of in a one-to-one, -one, you know, metric of any sort is going to be short-sighted and ultimately, you know, subject to somebody being able to criticize it or, or take it apart. But when you look at digital as that, uh, that piece, it's going to tie a lot of other things together, especially when you're looking at like the customer journey. Um, I think digital starts to show more value and you get inherently more out of those, uh, the measurement you're trying to do there. I think it, it, the conversation has evolved into what I would call a yes and. So it's not TV, it's not or, it's TV or digital, it's yes and. So it's finding that balance uh, against your channels and understanding, uh, having a very clear view on metrics to draw, uh, to measure media impact whether that's ringing a cash register, uh, changing opinion and measuring that change in opinion or an engagement, uh, a cost per view or a completed view, 
or what kind of traffic you're driving in a target audience. So I, I think it, I, I take it with Mike's point, it's very much about uh, how you're looking cross-channel to measure the impact of your dollars, and digital is a, is a key component um, to doing that. Are there some common misperceptions about digital advertising or about advertising in general? Um, if it sounds too good to be true, oftentimes it is, just like anything else. So from a targeting perspective, just the the kind of one-to-one -one targeting, uh, I think, is just that, that that's the only mechanism for digital. Sometimes um, the law of averages applies or the law of kind of big numbers is that inherently there's going to be misses with those ads, that it's going to target the wrong person, it's not going to be seen, um, that averaging those out and understanding how to, you know, start with the bigger picture and not, uh, again, this paralysis by analysis and a very one-to-one -one methodology sometimes will, will handcuff things. So I think that's starting from the, the, the bottom up sometimes is, is not correct with digital and, and, and that perception sometimes leads to folks, you know, missing the overall opportunity um, is, I would think, one of the biggest things. And then just anything in a silo, you know, is that that it's its own channel and, and different. I think everything that we're looking at now has some digital component to it. Um, even, you know, broadcast has a digital extension um, for non-cable uh, TVs, or it has a uh, digital outreach in terms of somebody's you know, it's, it's a call out to a URL at the end of a TV ad. So I think anything in a, in a silo is, is kind of a misconception. Even in podcasting, me. which we're doing now, is a um, reinvented form of radio. And podcasting is consumed digitally on various platforms like Spotify or TuneIn um, or Apple. So that's a digital component of your buy now that you have to think about. I think the one thing that really can get folks into trouble is hard and fast percentages. Like, oh, I should allocate, you know, 10, 20, 30% of my budget to digital because that's the hard and fast rule. I think you want to start with outcomes and work backwards. Are there trends in the digital space that you think are maybe overlooked or might be surprising to some people? Yeah, the one, and I would say the, the one that has emerged both uh, in corporate and political execution is less around, hey, I'm going to focus group and poll and do audience research and then try and find a message or a campaign or launch a product around that. And it's, I'm going to take a whiteboard and I'm going to throw tons and tons of messaging um, at various micro audiences uh, and then try and scale that up slowly so you understand um, how strong folks respond to your messaging and then that's how you form messaging and that's how you form various pieces of your campaign is this extremely rapid iterative testing with tons and tons of messaging to see what works and to find um, the best storyline or message in your campaign that works with your audience before you scale up into very very large budgets and, and large audience engagement i like i'm um big on connected TV and just <clears throat> how much you can do there, how much targeting there is, uh, the cost efficiencies is that there's so much, you know, set top box inventory, um, and just realizing it myself and being in the industry forever and then spending the last like a uh, year and a half, maybe two years without cable and just realizing, you know, the type of, the type of ads I'm being approached with and how different they are and what they are. And, 
and what advertisers might be doing differently. I think it's something we think about is just how that expands on just video in general and video, whether it's um, on your TV or on your laptop in front of your phone in front of you, like just how that plays a role and how much even myself as somebody who doesn't watch, you know, um, cable television, how much still advertising I'm seeing and, and what actually technical mechanisms that's coming through is, um, I, I think if I'm surprised by it sometimes that it, it would definitely surprise others, I think. I like the way you put it, yes and. I feel like you guys have been doing this long enough. You lived through that era where um, everybody thought that digital advertising was going to, to take over the world and you know, no more print, no more broadcast, but instead it seems like it's just expanded across <laughs> across the universe. Yeah, as, as someone who's worked in yes digital and. for over 15 years, I'm still a magazine subscriber. Like I, I love getting the magazine <laughs> in the mail. So. But they've also developed their own digital, yeah. digital approaches, for sure. Um, one thing that's um, really important to uh, corporations, associations, coalitions, is um, is building communities online, having real conversations with them, and activating them. Um, how How is Seven Letter Labs going to help uh, in, in doing that? So commonality among uh, constituencies or user groups it's hugely important to understand in the nodes and edges between those of how those connect and uh, how strong those are. Additionally, I think feedback and driving conversation and engagement within those communities is really critical to advancing the ball because you can see communities that get stale when that when a corporate entity or an advocacy group isn't providing um, content, commonality, um, a lot of empathy so that the, the, the group can relate to uh, not only folks individually, but as a core, right? So you want to unite that core to move that mass of folks uh, around Common Island. You need to feed those communities continuously. And you can do that a lot through paid digital, which is what we're experts in. But also, I think you really need to combine that with a great organic strategy of what is my, what is my content engagement and communication strategy uh, with that community. And I think seven letter uh, balances that really, really well, uh, particularly with their communications uh, expertise on the organic side, and then with us on the, hey, how do you engage those folks with paid media? And we are so excited about working together to do that. Um, now that you are part of the seven-letter tribe, we need to know, uh, what's your favorite seven-letter word? Uh, I thought about this for quite a while, and it is inspire top of my life right now is wedding so we're in the midst of like planning weddings so that's that's a good seven letter word right now for it that's probably always in the back of my and uh, <laughs> in random like, fact they were crazy enough to ask me to marry them yeah. so but this is really but i look at it too as like a wedding of 